Well, welcome to Local Matters. Our guest today is Caitlin Salyer. She is Coordinator of Workforce Development for the Highlands Initiative, which is a five-county economic partnership headquartered in the Chamber of Commerce, the Cookville-Putnam County Chamber of Commerce in in Cookville. Caitlin, welcome. Thanks for spending time with us. Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Bell. And tell us a little bit about your background. Just where are you from and how'd you get here? Yeah. So I'm from Macon County, Tennessee, little town Lafayette, about an hour northwest of here. And uh, I moved to Cookville in 2008 to start school at Tech. And Ten years later, I've still not left. I love it here. And what did you major in at Tech? A little bit of everything. It took me a while to settle on something, but I finally ended up with sociology with a concentration in social work. That's sort of like me. I think I had five undergraduate majors, yeah. so that's um, that's not uncommon at all. Mm-hmm. Well, well, good. Well, Macon County, uh, part of the Upper Cumberland area, mm-hmm. and and uh, it's good to have somebody from Lafayette here and, and also – now somebody from from Cookville. So what do you do in the – tell us a little bit about the Highlands Economic Partnership and then what you do in in that. Okay. Well, um, I actually began my work as coordinator about a year ago, so it's still pretty new, um, and it's been phenomenal, a phenomenal learning experience. But the Highlands is made up of two departments, um, economic development and workforce development. Now, we work hand-in-hand because the two really do go together. Yes, they do. And so you want to bring good business and industry here to the community, good-paying jobs. That's that economic development side. But you want to have a strong workforce to fill those positions, have the skills and credentials necessary to be good employees. And so that's where we fit into that. And so we work really hard with employers and school districts alike to ensure that we're really educating our students so that they're prepared to fill those jobs in the future. Yeah, workforce development really is an education issue, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is. And it starts very early in life, even in elementary school, yes. uh, and it continues all through life, even even for folks who are uh, in their 50s or 60s or 70s. There's still things to learn that will make mm-hmm. them a better employee and, and, um, and a better citizen in our, in our area. Well, what are some of the things that the Highlands um, Workforce Development Initiative covers? Uh, I know there's a wide range of things, but what are some of them? Well, one of the big um, pieces that we work on that probably people have heard about in the area is Pathways, Upper Cumberland or Pathways to Prosperity. Pathways to Prosperity is is actually a, a network, nationwide network um, of certain states. And we were one of – Tennessee was actually one of the first states to join this network. Um, and then specifically we work with Pathways Upper Cumberland. But there was a report that the Harvard Graduate School of Education put out in 2011. It was called Pathways to Prosperity, Meeting the Challenge of Preparing Young Americans for the 21st Century. And through that report, we realized that a lot of young adults were hitting their mid-20s and they did not have the credentials the degree, and the skills they needed to get a good job and be, um, you know, really a productive citizen in our workforce. So we started realizing, you know, we worked with um, – post-secondary education institutions and employers in the area and our secondary schools. And we said, what can we do to fix this? And we realized that 
four-year university is not always for everyone. That's right. And, absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And so what can we do to help these students find their place after school? And what can we do to educate them better? And what can we um, do to be a better support system to them? And so that's really why we joined this network. And now we're working with, we have a subcommittees, we have subcommittees, and then we have an overall steering committee. And what we work to do is to just make sure that at a young age, we're educating students about what careers are in our region because we want to grow them here. We want to keep them here. Um, we're proud of our region. We have a good region, and we want to encourage them to stay. And so we make sure that they're aware of the jobs um, and what it takes to get those jobs. And then we work them through high school and then hopefully um, on into post-secondary, whether that be a, co- a Tennessee College of Applied Technology, two-year university, or a four-year – or two-year community college, rather – or for you, university. And it's a great program, and I know it's been so successful here in the Upper Cumberland that uh, members of the Pathways Steering Committee have been invited to speak at Harvard and mm-hmm. to be part of the networks along with much bigger places. Yes. Uh, I, I know when I went along, Long Beach, California was one of the other places, and Chicago and New York City. So we're a bit unique in the Upper Cumberland in that we've we've got the challenges of a small, primarily rural, regional community, and that's a little different than downtown Chicago or downtown New York. We are talking today to Caitlin Salyer. We're talking about Pathways to Prosperity, and you mentioned a group that uh, back some time ago as part of the Pathways uh, studies. It, it was called the forgotten half, and it it is the other half of students who didn't go on to college immediately, and yet they comprise the a predominant part of our workforce in many areas. So there's real challenges associated with uh, uh, making sure everybody has access and a pathway that's going to lead them to to prosperity. Well, talk a bit about the the focus groups in pathways. Uh, there's advanced manufacturing and there's healthcare mm-hmm. and there's uh, education now and information technology. So talk a bit about each of those and how it affects all students coming from high school. So when um, the Upper Cumberland region became a part of this network and, and started building Pathways Upper Cumberland, they worked with the state to research our labor market information to see where the hot jobs were going to be in the future. So what what are industries um, that are going to bring the most growth in, in possible uh, job openings? And it, were, it was the ones that you've mentioned. So information technology was just added. But the two that, that we started with were um, health sciences and advanced manufacturing. And um, we've built subcommittees, um, and they they work separately. So each of these pathways has its own uh, subcommittee comprised of employers and uh, secondary school um, institutions and then post-secondary schools. And they work together to ensure that students have a seamless transition from high school 
into post-secondary. And so they work to um, build articulation agreements. So if a student goes from high school into TCAT and then wants to transfer into a community college, then those credits will transfer over. So we just had, it's been about a year ago, we had a big articulation agreement between TCAT and um, Vol State Community College. And so that's one of those positive things there. With health science, uh, we just... uh, We, I believe they just announced um, Vol State is working towards starting a two-year RN program in the region. So they really work together to make sure that we are aligning our education with what these employers are wanting and making sure that students are aware of that so they can then get in the right programs and get the right credentials. And the committees all have employers on them. I know Cookville Regional and... um St. Thomas are are all active with the uh, the healthcare committee, and uh, um, certainly Automation Tool and or ATC and and other companies are active in the uh, advanced manufacturing. So you've got employers and educators at the table, and that makes a a great committee. It does, and I have to say. Um it's very impressive to watch them communicate together. The Highlands. We serve as, as we're the intermediary. We provide that table to bring them together to talk about these issues. And they really do work well together. And that's not something you always see across the state or across the nation. And so we have something very special here in the Upper Cumberland where we have people willing to speak up and talk about issues and people willing to work together to fix those and and to just do all of this for our students and for the betterment of our community. It's really impressive. And and they do much more than just um, talk in the classroom They or talk at the committee room. They mm-hmm. they actually put it in the classroom, mm-hmm. and they also put it out in the, uh, uh, in the workplace. I know there's an externship program where teachers get to go into the workplace and actually do work and observe it mm-hmm. and begin to see – what kind of jobs are out there that they need to talk to their students about? Talk about that externship program just a little. Externships are a great way for educators to get out of the classroom and into the workplace to see what jobs um, are available in these uh, in these places of business, and then they can take that back into their classroom and tailor their coursework or their curriculum based on what they've learned. So this is a great way for students to make sure they are learning exactly what they need to know for those jobs that they may be entering after graduation. And um, it's it's been um, a great way for employers to have a voice about what's happening even as early as, you know, middle school, so and then on into high school. And speaking of middle school and um, and the high school, uh, you, you coordinate a speakers bureau that also lets employers go out and interact with students both in the classroom and after school. Talk a bit about the speakers bureau. Okay. So this, the Highland Speaker Program works with um, elementary and middle school students in after school programs. And so we have employers that will go in and they'll talk to um, it, it. The grade levels vary from time to time. They may tailor their um, talk based on the, the age group they're talking with, they're speaking to, but they will discuss what their journey was to their current career. 
the ups, the downs, the school, the pay.、Uh, they really touch on all of those topics to make sure that students are aware of everything that's out there. And I think this is great because. Going back to what I said about not really knowing what I wanted to do when I graduated and started college, I didn't know what sociology was. I'd never heard about it, and so this is this is a way to 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 really open these students' eyes to all that there is in the region. And of course, we want to have a focus on the jobs that we know are going to be growing, but it but they're also educated、um, on a variety of different careers. Yeah, it's it's sort of exciting to.、Um... To see what these different careers have as opportunities for these students, this is local matters, and we're going to take a break. This is local matters, and we are talking about education matters, especially the Islands Workforce Development Initiative today with Caitlin Seilier. And Caitlin,、uh, we were talking about the Speakers Bureau and and how it gets an employer out to to interact with with students and and.、Uh, It's fun to do those. I've done a lot of them in middle schools and elementary schools, and I remember one in a in another county、uh, where I mentioned the path I took, and it, my path included working、uh, summer jobs at the Kennedy Space Center, which was one of the more interesting parts of my life. But it it wasn't what I ended up with in my career. So I was there to talk about. Universities, but the kids picked up on Kennedy Space Center and wanted to talk about astronauts. So we spent most of our time talking about math and science and how that's important for anybody who's going to be working in the space program and any kind of job. So you never know what's going to interest the kids or what's going to trigger something that helps them think about their career. And their studies, right? And it is good for students to hear that where they begin may not be where they end up. And we all take so many different paths, and you have to be flexible and be willing and open to change. And know that if you are on a trajectory, and maybe it's not you're not as happy as you thought you would be, you can make a shift. And so it's really good for them to see these successful businessmen and women. And here, yes, I've had good times. I've had some struggle times,、um, but I've made it here, and I'm, and this is, you know, this is the path that I took, and and it's it's great for them to hear that and and kind of relate that back to their own life and and their own growth. And I know you you sort of talk to them about the pathway as sort of being like an interstate highway. It's got on ramps and off ramps on it too, and. So they may be driving down the road and then decide, or the company decide they need some more education, and they take an off ramp and go back to school for a little while,、exactly. and then get back on that pathway, or they take a pathway that is an off ramp that leads to another road and heads a different direction. So、uh, they, there's just a lot of opportunity out there, and we've got great opportunity here in the Upper Cumberland. We've announced a lot of jobs. A lot of different kinds of companies. Talk a little bit about the pathway that that、uh, deals with information technology. I know we have just landed、uh, SAIC, a major computer company, and other computer companies in the area. So there's a lot of emerging jobs for students who study information systems too. 
Correct. Yes,、uh, information technology is actually a relatively new pathway, and so as a new employee of the Highlands, it's been really awesome to see that be built from the ground up. And with that comes a lot of research on the part of the the, the subcommittee for IT. So they've worked with these employers like SAIC, Relation, Epion、uh, Technologies, and they've discussed with them what jobs are you hoping to fill in the future. And so this is a great example of how our secondary and our employers work together. Secondary schools and employers. Currently in Putnam County at Cookville High School, they offer coding and web design, and the students absolutely love that. But based on the research we did as a committee, we found that hot jobs, as we call them sometimes, in the future are going to be networking and cybersecurity. So now we're bringing the employers together with the school system, and we're seeing ways that we can enhance the IT program in the school. That way, we don't want to take away our coding and web design, but we want to see how we can fit in those additional courses to make sure that students are getting the education they need to fill those jobs in the future. That's an exciting career path, and and we've talked a little bit about the healthcare career path and the.、Uh, Uh, the engineering or advanced、uh, manufacturing path. We also are just launching a path in education because there's a lot of jobs out there for teachers in the future, and those are things you can prepare for in high school and in middle school too. Definitely, yes. Being an educator is one of the most rewarding jobs out there. You are impacting these students at an early age and encouraging them to be successful as they get older. And and、um, you know some of the regions we work with are quite rural, and then of course we have the larger region, larger area of、uh, County of Putnam. But we've heard across the across the board that they sometimes struggle to find educators, and especially in in high,、um, higher not in higher ed. I'm sorry in High school with STEM subjects, so science, technology,、um, engineering, and math, and we're working with students to really encourage them to go into that career path if they have an interest. And、um, part of that has been through a new Skills for Youth grant that we've written, and we've been able to、um, work with school districts three and specifically that work to write the grant together. And we've been doing some research to see what students want to know about education. And、um, we've built programs in the schools around that, so they can come together and talk about what they're excited about, what they're concerned about. And so we're excited to see that grow. We're working on establishing a subcommittee for that now to see how we can build out the education pathway even better, and and to encourage our students to go to take that route and stay and fill these positions in the region. And again, it's not all about Putnam County. You've got Jackson County involved in this workforce、mm-hmm. development program. You've got、mm-hmm. White County and and、uh, Warren County、mm-hmm. and Overton County, and、yeah. so they all, in some part of the workforce development program, are are active. Yes. yes. We are talking with Caitlin Salyer, the coordinator of workforce development for. The Highlands Initiative of of Tennessee. We're talking about workforce development, and we've been talking about the pathways to prosperity and the focus areas within that. But we know also that for a student's success, the family has a lot to do with that, and the parents、uh, can 
influence a child one way or the other. And you've got a very successful family engagement program. Talk a bit about why it's important. Family engagement um, came about when schools were having trouble getting parents uh, to attend parent-teacher conferences or meetings at the schools. And at no fault to the parents, sometimes it's hard to take off from work uh, in the middle of the day and go to a meeting. And so the family engagement committee was, was born from that. And employers and schools were working together. And one of the employers actually made a comment and said, well, we can't always let our employees go to the schools, but could you come to us to talk about important um, subjects and matters happening in the schools? And so that's how this program was born. And now we have speakers that will go into um, our partnering employers and they'll talk to employees about teen trends or what's happening in the school system, what's going on right now that your child needs to know about. They talk about, um, you know, Things such as personality types, bullying, how to encourage your child um, towards the future and towards post-secondary communication. There is a variety of topics that they will discuss with parents um, or guardians of these students inside the uh, inside their place of work. And so that's been a great way to connect. And I believe it's it's built stronger bonds between the employees and the employers because they see that they care, their employers care enough about them and their family to give them this opportunity to hear from the schools but to not put added stress on them to have to take time off and leave away. Yeah, it's a great program and I've heard parents say how grateful they are that they can do this at the workplace. And in some cases, they've actually formed little study groups of their own at the workplace to to see what they can talk about that could encourage their kids. So it, it is one more element in a, in a really successful mix of things that make a better community and make a better region. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, that is great. You also uh, talk uh, – you also have – planned and developed a very successful eighth grade career fair. Talk a bit about the goal of the eighth grade career fair and how employers and students participate in it. So we just wrapped up the eighth annual uh, Highlands eighth grade career fair. Uh, It it took place in December of 2017, and we had uh, over 40 employers and post-secondary institutions represented and over 1,700 eighth graders from six different counties came that day. It was actually two days. We have it in the morning. And it is a great opportunity for these students to see what jobs are available in our region. And then as they go into high school and they're choosing their programs of study, they can make more informed decisions based on what their interests are and future career choices. And that career fair might include a person from a manufacturing company. It will mm-hmm. uh, from healthcare, but there's also policemen there. Yes, and there's folks from the university. The university has two thousand employees, so there's there's a lot of different kinds of careers that they can explore here at eighth grade level. Correct. Yes, there's over I believe uh, sixteen programs of study in high schools, and we try to have them all represented in some shape, form, or fashion. And what's really awesome about having the post-secondary involved, not only can they talk to an employer 
potentially about, let's say, a career in IT, they can then go to the post-secondary schools and say, okay, well, what kind of degree do I need to get? But then also they learn that, hey, there's IT jobs at colleges too. And so it really does open their eyes to, to all of the possibilities for the future workforce. Well, you've uh, you've got a lot going on. I I know I see you down there at work, and it's a busy job, but that's because there's a lot of great things happening in the in the Highlands Initiative, and we thank you for being with us and sharing this on local matters. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me.